welcome to a little bottled up bonus. That's Aww. right. We're uncorking a little bit longer. Isn't that this what the is, kids say? It's like an airplane bottle. You know, it's just Aww. a little bit. It's just a little treat. Just a little, a little, uh, yeah, a little uh, ice wine serving size bottle. You can, you can put us in your little uh, cute glasses for this. <laughs> we are cute glasses. We are cute glasses. But this, we, this little bonus episode was a little bit inspired by um, last week's episode, which I'm sure you all very much enjoyed um, about Sauvignon Blanc, as specifically the prophecy Sauvignon Blanc mm -hmm. that we drank, because it was our very first in all million of our episodes. <laughs> our very first twist off instead of cork yeah and there's a lot of snobbery i'm gonna say snobbery that's, a, that's a fair word to use surrounding cork, the twist the box the jug the jug off <laughs> the can can i was can. like how many other ways can i buy wine uh, um, i think uh, you can still find franzia in single serving plastic goblets oh my god yes you can can i i think i saw it in a story it might not be franzia but it might it might be carlo rossi but it chateau diana <laughs> there's Ow! always chateau diana and nowadays there's also things like like tetra packs like capri suns I mean, listen, I'll drink. You put anything in a fucking Capri Sun package. You can buy, kids, pro tip, you can buy Capri Sun-esque packages mm -hmm. empty and fill it with whatever you want for your next little walk. You know how you should go for a walk? You should go for a nice walk every day, kids. <laughs> nice constitution. Get out there. Good for you. Get some vitamin D. Get your steps in. This is your mother talking. And, get and your goddamn steps in. <laughs> get the D in and get weight. You fucking jug offs. So you <laughs> that, could take a little Capri Sun you made yourself at home with you yeah. on your walk. And that that's one of the things that we here in, in New York and Astoria learned about during the pandemic when all the bars were selling to-go cocktails in giant Capri Suns. It was the greatest thing I ever saw. Do you know how many times I got a bag of sangria? Um, so I went, I met a friend, uh, and we got, we wanted to get margaritas and go to the park. I had the dog with me. It was great. Um, I got a regular size. He went in and bought us cause my dog is an asshole and won't like sit outside. If like, if, if I'm inside, she's inside. That's how she works. That's how it works. Um, to be fair, I would never tell my dog up outside, but whatever. Um, but I couldn't like leave her with him and go by. He like, Okay, you get it. Doesn't matter. You've met her. Point is, um, <laughs> he wanted a large margarita because bless his cotton socks. Uh, they gave him his margarita in a large soup to go container. Oh my God, I love that. Where they just sort of carved a hole in that top so he could put a straw in. It was oh. tremendous. Is that minestrone or margarita? <laughs> I mean, for those of us who have worked in hospitality and in the food service industry, we've always seen chef walk out with his 24-ounce soup oh, container and fill it with Diet Pepsi from the gun behind sure, the Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he and doesn't then, want to have to come out during the rush. He's got no, omelets to make. He's got stuff to do. He pours a scoop of ice, and then he looks around, and he grabs that rail rum yep. and pours it in. Pours it right in, and then he goes back to make an asabuco or whatever the special is of the night. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, it's asabuco weather. What am I doing? I should be making asabuco. You should be. What do you? Yeah, get it. Get out your uh, slow cooker. Get some some bones it's in there. Stew yesterday. We've got food for weeks. <laughs> and apparently, is... I'm hitting puberty. Wow. Wow. Well, congratulations. <laughs> um, but there is. Listen, cork was used for a very long time. Yeah. And for good reason. It it seals it up nice. It seals it nice. It's. Uh, it, it it's it's removable if you need to for older bottles remove and top up and that was the thing 
that uh, if you if you're one of those people who buys wine from the 40s or 50s or earlier, um, I have seen this happen with my old job with rich people. There's also when you're frauding rich people. Right. Turns out that's what uh, I had some ex I had some expert wine people. Shout out Dave. Um, taste this particular bottle, and that was their final verdict was that he had been uh frauded and that it was just basically you know two buck chuck but they yeah. didn't fill it to the top so it looked old it was not in fact from yeah. 1944 or whatever it claimed to be oh, i know it, it is common to open a bottle from like 1955 and it'll have a cork in it that says like 85 because it was removed to test if it was still good and then it was topped up with a more recent vintage of the same wine and then recorked and recorked and that is actually legal and common practice and it's fine. Um, this they felt was just straightforward. <laughs> just, just straight front. <laughs> yeah, they were like, is that Chateau Diana? Let's keep talking about it. <laughs> Let's keep going. Because um, it's a wine product. You got robbed. Um, <sighs> but yeah, so you, but, um, you know, I did, I did a little research. Our very first screw caps uh, appeared in Australia mm-hmm. uh, in 1964. Um, that long ago. Yeah. And uh, although they weren't super common still, but. Um, Sean, as you and I'm sure all of our listeners know, are very well educated. The 80s, the 80s were uh, important for a number of ways. Uh, the 80s gave us Madonna, Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo. I'm going to tip out a little <laughs> bit of the Sauvignon Blanc for Shabadou, who just passed. Peace, um, yep. Uh, but also the 80s, um, in addition to those important <laughs> cultural things, uh, it was a bad cork time. The 80s yeah. just cork was bad in the 80s and w- winemakers fucking over it. They were like revolting. It was like a revolt, Sean. It was, except not in a, France. I was going to say not a single site said that, but uh, I have made it much more exciting and violent. There was a revolt. They were like, fuck you and your shitty cork. And uh, Do you see this cork? It crumbles, <laughs> tinging the cork. I don't know. Uh, no day there. but today. No cork uh, but this yes. cork. <laughs> Very anti-cork. All that bad cork was put into flooring and it still didn't make a difference for my loud neighbors. Um, but yeah, so the, the people started embracing the screw caps simply because at least the wine was sealed and bad cork was giving a bad cork taste. To... It was ruining a lot of really expensive wine. And that's not cool. That's not cool. And that's, that's at a point where Australia was starting to get a little bit of international notoriety for some some pretty quality wines like Penfolds, Penfolds Grange, um, which even today are some of the best Delicious. Uh, cabin Shiraz blends out there in the world. Um, man, I would kill for one, was, but it's like- Oh, it's like that puberty thing's vintage. kicking your ass tonight. <laughs> I, it's, it's bad. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what's happening here. You need a little goat cheese to cut the soft block, <laughs> I think. So while Sean needs some goat cheese, no, um, the, uh, so yeah, so, but the fact remains that twist, cork, box, can, whatever you're getting your vino in, there's always going to be good. There's going to be bad. I know a lot of people who prefer to get twist caps simply because they don't like opening a bottle with a cork in it. Hashtag lazy. Um, But they don't like using the corkscrew. Yeah. So why not get something you can just crack open in three seconds as somebody who spends a lot of time on the road uh, i don't want to buy a corkscrew in every hotel that i land at because i forgot or because tsa took it or more likely because i forgot and tsa took it i went to do a wedding once in new jersey and we had we bought all this wine for our hotel and then we couldn't find a corkscrew and we were 
drunk. This was post-wedding. So we were super drunk. I've already hooked up oh, with no. somebody at the wedding. Weddings and me are not, we don't get along, even my <laughs> own. And uh, the, but the, we got back to the hotel. We were like half undressed. It was three girls, half undressed, goofy as fuck, all drunk out of our minds. And we forgot we had called to get a corkscrew. <laughs> And then there was like a knock, knock, knock. Oh, poor bellhop. (laughs) I hope you tipped him. Oh, I did. Well, plus he saw us all half naked. So I think he was fine. But like, (laughs) it was a lot to open a door to is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, having bellhopped. But the couple's uh, still married and that's all that matters. Congratulations, Jen and Augie. Jen and Um, Augie, mazel. (laughs) Any wedding in New Jersey is a great way to start a story. Um, So- there's some good tips to know obviously if you sure. open a box if you open a bottle of wine with a cork it, you're going to want to drink it relatively soon yeah so you've got once oxygen hits your wine it immediately starts to degrade there is obviously if people want to let it breathe and it needs to open up and that's true with young wines you but we're talking to... like a week or two give it a week or two it's <laughs> it goes in your stew that sean just made <laughs> Oof. Uh, but there, there's there's preservation systems that you can use if you're really if you want to stick to cork wine, you don't want to use a capped wine or um, you're one of those people. I don't know anyone uh, who doesn't finish the bottle in a sitting. Who are these people? I mean, there. I, I will legit say I've got six or seven bottles in my handy dandy little wine fridge that I haven't opened because I'm like, oh, I don't want to drink a a glass of a super expensive bottle of wine tonight. But I also have a thing called a Coravon, which is part of a preservation system. It's a blanket. Coravon. It's also an Enrique Iglesias song. (laughs) When the argon hits your wine, it saves its soul. Aragorn. (laughs) Throwback to last episode. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) I appreciate you playing along for both. Why do the white girls cry? (laughs) That was my favorite mishearing of that lyric. (laughs) Um, uh, some people might not know what you're referencing. Do you want to? Oh, sorry. That's um, the only song with words, uh, really. I know there's a couple, but from Lord of the Rings, and it's Annie Lennox, and it's uh, they the the lyric is actually "Why do the white gulls, uh, I assume as in seagulls, cry?" Uh, but I did hear somebody sing "Why do the white girls cry?" and I thought, "Huh? Have they seen the movie?" <laughs> There's literally only two women in the whole <laughs> fucking movie, and one's an elf. So, but also white. But I mean, is she? Yes. No, but elves may not be technically white, Sean. We don't know. All right, that's a can of worms. Okay. Uh, that I'm not a can of worms. What I will open wine is a can comes of wine. in a can. <laughs> and most recently, on my most recent uh, flight. I had to go out to the West Coast for some family stuff, and uh, I opted to fly in the front of the plane because it's super cheap to upgrade right now because nobody's flying. And you get there faster. And you get there faster. (laughs) You do. I mean, (laughs) technically, technically, you do. Um, But also, there's less people walking past you, and there's less chance of COVID, and there's more separate blah, 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 blah. And there's more booze. But... That's the thing. I was like, oh, yes, booze. And I sit down and I go to order my standard gin and tonic on an airplane. And the guy's like, oh, no, no spirits. All we have are beer and wine. And it's single serving each. We can't. But so are the spirits. I know. But for whatever reason, I guess because they're trying to limit people's intake. 
Oh, maybe. All right, and people all right. drink wine a bit slower than if they're sloshing a, a tiny sure, Tito's sure. into a can. You know, um, I do love a tiny Tito's. <laughs> I, I, I just had one this morning with breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh Direct, it turns out, delivers delicious fresh squeezed orange juice for the same cost as Tropicana. So listen, I don't have time for cheap orange juice or cheap toilet paper. This is a thing that oh. is going to go on my tombstone as far as I'm concerned. Oh, honey. No cheap orange juice. No. no cheap toilet paper. That's the Gen Waring story. Yeah. See, I'm not I'm not quite there yet, only because also my dog sits and already judges me going to the bathroom. So <laughs> that's a thing. But like I have pictures. But the um yeah, no, no. If I can find orange you juice, day. fuck you. Fuck you. Give me some tang. <laughs> I'd like no. get out of here with yeah, your fake you cheap Florida shit. natural. Get that shit out of here. Gross. <laughs> if I can find you a bidet that plays the <laughs> Jurassic Park theme song. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is like a dream. I, you know, I'm going to Japan in this year in 20, it's 2021. The Olympics are going to happen. Now, yeah. uh, I'm scheduled to go to the Olympics. So I'm going to search because if it's anywhere, <laughs> it's in it's Japan. Th it's there. <laughs> I mean, I will welcome such a thing. Uh, and so will my foster bird. So who really enjoys the, ju the Jurassic Lily Park song screaming at you as screaming from the other room as you have your private moment and you're <laughs> no nope. there's no private moments in my house there's there's animals here uh yeah no just screaming away waiting for uh you know Nedry to get eaten that's <laughs> that would be her thing all right uh, all right take a breath yes. and bring yeah. it back to one sorry um, everyone so on we my had a lot <laughs> <laughs> they gave me canned wine because that was the option listen I get the canned wine thing I get it. It's easier to bring to a picnic. Remember when mm -hmm. we could have picnics? You can't always bring, you get busted if cops see you with a bottle in the park, especially here yeah. in New York. Uh, so you're either decanting, which who among, um, or, you know, the can is a good idea. I guess. it. You know, you're never going to get a fine wine in a can. You're going to get a passable wine sure i had one um i was i thought about it a lot and then i had to like google canned wines because i had mm -hmm. to look at all the like labels to see which one i had um a nomadica yeah nomadica i don't know how fancy they say they say it i had a red that's probably the only one that i've liked um because i've tasted at the bar i used to work at we had chardonnay in a can we had Pinot Noir in a can we got a bunch of samples so i tasted a bunch i hated all of them to be fair i don't like most things in a can like i soda comes out of the can for me it goes in a glass yeah. um and obviously i would never drink wine out of a can what am i an animal pineapple juice in a can kill yourself no, that no, is just my that. answer don't there. do that no, no um so yeah so you know the cans i did do some research the cans are coated in on on the inside unlike a soda can or yeah, you know they've, they've a beer got that bpa can. free like plastic coating so theoretically your wine shouldn't have a metallic taste but i but still think still you're when you drink out of that little lip it affects the taste there's but an, i did have a, a nomadica red that, that i liked and sure. i did i have had a sophie the Coppola lady, Sophia Coppola. Yeah, yeah, she was the first one to really do the bubbles. It was a game. white, it was a bubbly white that was okay. Yeah. I don't like I her wines to begin us. with, but that's my personal taste. If you like it, then drink up. Drink up. up. Uh, it's but also boxed up. wine got like a crazy goofy rep in the seventies, of course, because yeah. who buys boxed wine except you know students trying to sneak it and yeah, 
you know, that one time. No, this isn't wine, it's toilet paper. Right, it's in a box and, you know, junky ladies drinking it all day, Mm -hmm. I guess. But there are some good boxed wines now that are also okay. There are. And there's boxed wines from some really credible places too. Like I, I, um, one of my favorite vineyards in Napa in the Hiddlesburg, Hiddlesburg area is, um, Cliff, the Cliff family vineyards. They're the people who make Cliff bars. Oh, and they also make wine. They make incredible wine. The Cliff bars people make wine. This is the, this is your takeaway fact kids from this (laughs) bonus episode. I'll put a link on the blog here. Let me make a Cliff blog. Okay. I, you know what? I might be more likely to eat a Cliff Bar if it tasted like wine. <laughs> the and the, their tasting room is really cool because it's it's set up with a bunch of food trucks outside, just like you would expect. Of course. And like uh, all the people, the cyclists do like these big Napa tours where they'll do like a hundred miles, and they all stop there halfway through and have a snack and have a glass of wine. It's it's just a cool low key environment, but they're Total. making like super super quality wine. And for a while, they had one called Climber which was in a bag. So it's the same bag that's in the box, uh, but it had a carabiner clip on it. Oh, so you could cycle with it. So you can climb with it. I guess climb with it. (laughs) Hence the title. (laughs) But then some people did and got hurt. So they had- I was going to say, it feels like a bad meshing, but But I guess it, it- It was just like their red blend, their proprietary red blend. It was delicious. It didn't have any impact from the, the packaging and it was sealed tight. There was no- uh, worry about the cork breaking or oxygen oxygen getting in or you know you're halfway up a mountain and the glass breaks and shards into your eyeball which i'm yeah. sure happens all the time to climbers yeah. i don't all the time well, thank uh, you <laughs> back in the day uh when in my my younger days when i was doing the appalachian trail um so last year so last uh-huh. year no we're doing like 20 years ago um <laughs> 25 years ago <laughs> <laughs> this is not a math podcast, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Um, Those would be very short episodes indeed. <laughs> one plus one is wine. Thank you very much. This has been bottled off, you jug off. Amen. <laughs> Long division equals wine. That was our bonus episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but I, I was hiking and I was staying at a shelter over by Killington up in Vermont. And, uh, some hikers had to just like, it's the end of the night. Everybody's getting ready for bed. And these hikers just show up. They had been running up the face of Killington with a keg on their shoulders. And now that it's all these years later, I'm thinking, imagine if they just had wine clipped to their belt. First of all, <laughs> A, who does that with a keg, you dumbasses? Um, Dartmouth good, students. Yeah, they're insane. Um, A good thing to know about boxed wine, though, is that it is only good for about six to eight months. Yeah, and then no, it's, it's like, not packaged for it's not packaged for longevity. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't want to crack into a a 1984 box. <laughs> That's true. Uh, there's Which not also a lot of sounded heat dirtier protection. than I intended. But do you know what I'm saying? Like don't Madonna, do it. <laughs> uh, the 80s filled with bad cork and whatever that ambulance going by my house is doing. They're, they're coming from the cork box. So uh, I don't. I mean, I don't have a preference. Obviously, I don't love cans but i'll drink a box wine if i found a can that i love i'd have it fucking stocked in my fridge i got room you know it's an easy go-to and a a can is almost half a bottle of wine like a full 12 ounce can is half a bottle of wine and that's you You don't feel so bad of those it's great (laughs) you don't Um, notice as much but yeah it's but i do love 
a good i also am not afraid of the corkscrew sure um i have a hundred of them i mean i wouldn't want to bring them everywhere i go but i'm not afraid to use one is what i'm saying so back off bitch um but i do love a good cork craft which is really you can't make things out of a cap what are you going to do with a box besides recycle it same with a can but do you know how many things uh, Pinterest recommends you could make with a cork, Sean? Oh, <laughs> it oh is, do, do enlighten me because I know trivets. You can make a trivet. You, you could make many a trivet. I myself have once made a wreath. To be fair, it was a smaller wreath because I didn't realize how many corks were involved in the large wreath I was mm -hmm. going for. Um, I've also taken a cork and hollowed it out. Um, which would have been easier if I had some sort of tool, but I just used like a little knife thing to make it into a tiny planter. I glued a little uh, magnet on and I made okay. it a little planter yeah, on sure. my fridge. I was inspired by some oh, that I yeah, spent yeah. like We had an air planter on our fridge, an air plant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on a cork. works we had really good with champagne corks because you got that fat yeah. bulbous end to put the dirt in. And, and I think I spent yeah. $20 on it. I was going to say, fair. that's why I made it because I spent 20 bucks on a street fair one and was like, how fucking hard would this be for me to make in my house? Um, unless your fridge faces a window, however, it's probably not going to end well. Um, you Fair. can make a cork board today. Uh, while I was researching, um, I found a site that makes all cork animals. So everybody get ready for Christmas 2021 because oh, you're all getting cork animals. Can I get a cork baby Yoda? I will try very hard. Um, <laughs> I feel like corks don't lend themselves. I'm going to have to get some sort of saw already a, to like i have a dremel i don't know what that word is but i uh <laughs> i will use that thing uh because some of the animals that i saw to like there was a very cute reindeer and i was like mm. oh my god why didn't i fucking think of that for christmas um you have to saw the cork in half to make the legs oh yeah right? that makes sense yep it just Got looks it. neater um i also saw cute little um for kids they took like three corks regular wine corks not champagne corks and like tied them together cutely and then put a toothpick in the middle cork with a like a flag on it and made actual saleable tiny boats for kids wow because like cork that. floats I, I, as you've been listing all these fun cork things i just remembered uh, a very good friend of mine named sean carroll who has an etsy shop that i'll plug on the uh on the blog, he uh, he made a tabletop for his stepfather of corks all lined up into a beautiful pattern. Pattern, sure. pattern, sure, neat. Um, and then he he his shop is resin work. He does resin work. Amazing! Uh, oh, so he could seal it even. Yeah, so he sealed it and made a full <sighs> table. That's of amazing. sealed in resin of all these corks in this beautiful, beautiful tabletop. He also made me a rainbow of dick ornaments. Amazing, which corks <laughs> totally serve the purpose for. There were no corks and they're just resin dicks, but. Oh, fair. Okay, different. Um, <laughs> but we what... could. We could. That would make a nice dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, a couple, two, three, two, three corks. Um, I made a cork board once to be fair, it was mm -hmm. small, but I just thought it was funny. Um, I also made ornaments out of, um, for the lady listeners who don't want a resin penis. Uh, a friend had tried to, to sell me on those. Um, you may not know of them, Sean, cause you're a man. Uh, there's uh. things you can put up in your lady parts. A diva cup is, would be the street name to catch, uh, say, uh, let's call it your aunt Flo. And, um, as opposed to using the very wasteful 
lady products. Right. Um, Which are also made of plastic and terrible. And terrible. I mean, you know, whatever. But I had bought these thinking, wow, those sound great. And then, um, frankly, didn't have long enough arms to get them up far enough. Oh. Now there was a hop, a helpline. <laughs> and all I could picture was some poor bastard getting paid like $8 an hour and me with like a hand stuck up my vagina. Like, I don't know, is it far enough? Like, that's just silly. Maybe I should have done more yoga. Um, my point is I had a whole box of them. So I made them into Christmas ornaments. <laughs> Which I gave away as gifts. <laughs> that year <laughs> i think I'm, that's phenomenal are, are sad you didn't get one i'll make you one i might have some left i save everything <laughs> you know we're getting ready to take our tree down here uh <laughs> i'll make it a magnet i'm gonna make you a nice cork plant holder magnet and then a weird diva cup magnet you're welcome <laughs> as long as somewhere on it it says whip it <laughs> <laughs> and we got the vomit sound in our bonus episode so kids cork twist box whatever yeah there's good and bad in everyone there is and learn just to a, live we, learn <laughs> to give each other what we need to survive together okay so stevie wonder would drink any of those things because he wouldn't i didn't want to say it uh but yeah we got a, a little sidetrack there so just to line it all up here all week cork <laughs> has benefits in that it allows some oxygen in so it allows age a wine to age differently and people will say that the cork imparts flavor though that's negotiable uh, screw Dumb. caps uh they preserve the winemaker's original intent of the wine in allowing no oxygen to get in bad side of that is there it loses a lot of the age ability but you still get the original representation of what the winemaker wanted to give you. And truthfully, you're not going to find wine that's meant to last for more than three years with a screw cap on it. And if that's your buying market, that's fine. Do yeah. not be ashamed of the screw no, cap, No, no, no. That's what we're saying. We will always tell you, if you like it, drink it. We're and not yucking you, your yum. We're not yucking your yum. If you like it, drink it. And if you like it, find that same thing from somewhere else and drink it again. If you like New Zealand Sauv Blanc, find a French Sauv Blanc, find a Which California might have a Sauv cork. Blanc. If you don't like it, find that same thing from somewhere else and taste <laughs> it and see, is it really the grape or is it just that you don't like New Zealand? Cause I mean- Listen, not everybody does. Wrong. Hobbit holes aren't for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Hobbit holes forever. You're uh, a monster. Okay, <laughs> So moving on from screw caps, we've got uh, the Tetra bag or wine and bag in a box. Uh, yeah, because in case you guys didn't realize, the wine's not just freeform in the box. Yeah, no, it's in a it's Because it's liquid, and boxes uh, are cardboard. Yeah. Uh, and those run the gambit from everybody knows Franzia <laughs> to some super high. I actually just came across a new one from Spain that I, I'm interested in trying out. And the good thing about that is you can get a lot of wine for dirt cheap. You can get... So if you're making something like summer, if your drink of summer... Uh, is frosé one you should question your life but two <laughs> we're if not your yucking your yum i'm not but i don't like it so if your drink of summer is frosé buy a giant box of rosé like yeah. why are you spending eight million dollars to add sugar and strawberry and whatnot whatever yeah. you add to make it as pink as possible so it's delicious yeah grab uh there's a fantastic one i'll throw the name out there chateau kubi which is a my favorite name provincial uh rosé it's delicious and it's delicious on its own but it could also be mixed into cocktails and be fine um and we got cans 
And we got cans. They're new. They're going to be big. They're getting bigger. A lot of canned wine coming out there. And originally it was all coming out in 12 ounce cans, but now we're seeing it in eight ounce and four ounce single serving, double serving kind of stuff. Uh, which is what you're going to get at a bar. You're going to get an eight yeah. ounce or a four ounce at a bar. You're not going to get. A you're not going to get that Underwood no. 12 ounce can. <laughs> nice try, though. Or if you do, it's $37 yeah. <laughs> a glass. Is, ooh, I, I remember the first time I saw it, I was at LaGuardia and I grabbed it thinking, sweet, I'm going to grab this can. I'll sip it on the way, you know, six miles to the gate. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, I got to the register and the girl at the register said, you sure you want that? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think so. It's red wine. She's like, yeah, it's $27. Oh, my God. That lady went on to work at Berry Fresh Farms in Astoria, which has the most <laughs> judgmental cashiers of any grocery store I've ever been <laughs> So to all the judgmental <laughs> cashiers out there, thank you for stopping us from buying $27 can yes. dollar cans of wine. That's a bad thing, but anything else is a good thing. And if you are drinking corked wine, please, please show us a picture of what you've made with that cork because we're dying, dying Send to Send us see your it. corks. Show us your corks, mofos. That's We're right. excited to I, see them. I'm going to start a blog page of just our listeners showing us your corks. Be creative. <gasps> Keep so it safe excited. for work. I hope anybody but me can get on that. <laughs> <laughs> I like crafts. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a super fun bonus episode. I hope you learned something. <laughs> Even if it's just about Jack Nicholson, I'm not Amen. sure. <laughs> we don't know. We've drank a whole bottle of Sauv Blanc. We'll catch you next time, kids. Thanks for listening. This is Bottled Up. Bottled Up, a wine podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Jen. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. And that was my cat, Mab, signing off this latest bonus episode of Bottled Up. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. And if you did, please head over to your favorite listening platform and like, rate, and subscribe. Those likes and ratings are huge to us and really let us know that uh, we're providing some quality entertainment, or if not quality, uh, at least providing entertainment. For more information on this and other episodes, be sure to check out our blog, uh, Bottled Up Podcast dot blog there you can read about the wines that we're drinking any issues that are brought up during the podcast and of course find links to anybody that we've given shout outs to uh, in the episode you can also contact us there uh, with questions sponsorship opportunities or just to say hi we like saying hi uh, check out our facebook uh, that's facebook.com slash bottled up podcast and our instagram which is at bottled underscore up underscore podcast uh, there you'll find announcements for future episodes and things of the ilk. Bottle Up Podcast is produced in New York City by me, Sean Lenahan, and my amazing co-host is Jen Waring. Our theme music this week is from Scott Buckley. And until next week, drink up. Cheers. Cheers.